Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, Senior Pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. The title of the message today is How to Handle the Troubles You Will Face in 2016. How to Handle the Troubles You Will Face in 2016. Someone has said, you are what you think. In other words, your thoughts determine your life. Not your background, not your heredity, not your environment, but what you choose to think about. That has greater influence on your life than anything else that you can possibly imagine. If you are serious about changing anything in your life, you have to start by changing the way you think. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 12 and verse 2, Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So the way you are transformed, the way you become something that you want to become is to change the way you think. Beginning of a new year is a good time to talk about what we would like to change in our life uh, this year. We have a whole new year ahead of us. So the questions are, how are you going to be different at the end of 2016? How will you be different spiritually? at the end of this year? How will you be different physically? Will you be in better health or in worse health? How will you be different financially? How do you intend to be different socially or relationally? If you want to make the changes in your life that will help you to be more of what God wants you to be, then you have to start by changing the way you think. Today I want to talk about how to handle the troubles or the problems or the situations that uh, you and I will inevitably face in this new year. Life is basically a series of mountains and valleys, ups and downs, highs and lows, good times and bad times, obstacles and opportunities problems and potentials. In this year, you and I will have some depressing days, days when we feel like, why did I get up this morning? Days of disappointment, where you feel like you are just not making any progress. Some days you're going to feel like a loser. You're going to feel like a total failure. You're going to feel like, why bother? Why make the effort? Why keep on trying? And in this year, 2016, you and I will go through some dark days 
days where you have the slightest idea where you're headed and no idea where you're going. And you can't figure out what to do next. So what do you do in those kinds of days? How do you get through those kinds of problems or, or troubles? The Bible says it starts by changing the way that you think. So your biggest problem is your perspective. How you look at your problems is far more important than the problems you actually have. When you have the right perspective on your problem, you will handle almost anything. When you have the wrong perspective on a problem, you can handle almost nothing. It's all in the way you look at things. Somebody who handled a lot of problems in the Bible was the Apostle Paul. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 8 and 9, Paul says, We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed and broken. We are perplexed, but we don't give up and quit. We are hunted down, but God never abandoned us. We get knocked down, but we get up again and keep going. See, here is a man of incredible endurance. He says, I am knocked down, but I'm not knocked out. Wouldn't you like to be like Paul with the endurance, the stamina, and the determination that he had? So how do you get this? I think Paul gives us the answer to, to, to it in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 18, where he says, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Paul says, the secret of endurance is that I focus my mind. He says, there are some things I deliberately choose to focus on when things are not going right in my life. I don't look at the external, I look at the eternal. I don't look at my troubles, I look at the God who can solve my troubles. I don't look at the difficulty, I look at the deliverer, the one I know who can help me out. The classic book on learning to think clearly in the Bible is the book of Psalms. Most of it was written by King David. Almost every problem known to man is covered somewhere in the book of Psalms. David had all kinds of problems in his life, and fortunately he wrote down his prayers, which come to us as the Psalms. He talked them out with God every time he had a problem. He starts off in a lot of the Psalms being very confused, very depressed, wondering whether life was worth living, just as you and I are when we face our problems. But inevitably, God helped David 
to work out the situation that he found himself in, and so that by the time he got to the conclusion of a psalm, you'll see that uh, he is praising and thanking God. He starts out very depressed, but when he gets to the end, he is thanking and praising God. So today I want us to look at some of the different psalms, and I want us to see from David's example three important keys to handling the depressing, the defeating, and dark days of life. So first, when your troubles look depressing, think about the goodness of God. The goodness of God. When your troubles look depressing, think about the goodness of God. Depression is always a warning light that you are focusing on the wrong thing. You are focusing on your problem, not the solution. You are focusing on the negative, not the positive. When you look at all of the bad things in your life, instead of the good things, of course you're going to get depressed. So when you get depressed, it's a warning light that you have forgotten how good God has been to you throughout your life. Depression is a result of um, what has been termed uh, all-or-nothing thinking. All-or-nothing thinking. Now, all-or-nothing thinking goes like this. Somebody criticizes you, and you think everybody hates you. What have you done? All-or-nothing thinking. It's, it's exaggerating the situation. It's making the problem bigger than it really is. So you go through uh, a difficult uh, difficulty, and you say, everything is wrong in my life. No, it's not. Something may be wrong, but everything is not wrong in your life. But when you do this all or nothing thinking, you get depressed. When you make a mistake, you are, and you say, I can do nothing right. No, that's not true. You can do some things right, but in all or nothing thinking, you are bound to get depressed. You forget the good things in your life. Studies have shown that the healthiest emotion known to man is the attitude of gratitude. The more you fill your life with uh, gratefulness, thanksgiving, gratitude, uh, the healthier you are going to be both emotionally and physically. Count your blessings, and you'll see how good God has been to you. Focusing on the goodness of God means more than just being grateful for all of the good things God has done for you. It also means seriously thinking about how good God really is. God has your best interest at heart. He loves you and he knows what he's doing even when you don't understand it. So let me be clear. Not everything that happens in your life is good. There are a lot of bad things that happen. But God is always good. He is good all the time. God's plan for your life is always good and he can always bring good out of the bad things that happen to you. Listen to the psalmist in Psalm 27. 
13 and verses 13 and 14. I am confident that I will see the Lord's goodness while I'm here in the land of the living. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Life is full of disappointments. Things just don't go as planned. There are big disappointments and there are little disappointments. So what do you do when you face those depressing days? You focus on the goodness of God. Psalm 31 and verse, and verse um, 19 says, Your goodness is so great, you have stored up great blessings for those who honor you. You have done so much for those who come to you for protection, blessing them before the watching world. What happens in the life of a believer is something that God allows uh, to come into your life. I could say it another way. Nothing happens in the life of a believer without the Heavenly Father's permission. If you are a Christian, if you know the Lord, then nothing ever happens in your life by accident. Even the bad things that other people cause in your life, God can use them to be a blessing uh, in your life. And this is probably what Paul was getting at when he said in in uh, Romans 8:28 and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him and who are the called according to his purpose. It's in 2016 you're going to find out that uh, things don't always go as planned. And Satan is going to try to get you to doubt the goodness of God. For example, he's going to tell you If God is so good, why did he allow your loved one to die? Or why did he let you lose that promotion or that job? Or why did he allow you to be in that accident or to get ill? You see, it's causing you to doubt the goodness of God. In those times of life when life doesn't make any sense at all, when you can't figure, uh, figure it out with the little brain that you have, when you don't understand what's going on, when it actually seems like senseless tragedies taking place, that's when you most need to think about and trust in the goodness of God. He really is a good God. And he knows what's best for you and for me. He knows what you need most. And he knows what will make you happy more than you do. He sees what you don't see and he knows what you don't know. So trust him. But not only are these situations which look depressing, there are also situations that come into all of our lives that look defeating. So number two is, when your troubles look defeating, think about the greatness of God. The greatness of God. The fact is, you will 
fail at many things in life. You failed last year in some things, and you will fail this year as well. Failure is a part of all of our lives. In fact, we don't grow with success. We grow with failure. When you are successful, you just assume that everything will continue to be like that. But when you fail, you have to stop and raise questions, and you go back to God and, and talk to him. Things don't always go as we expect or as we planned. Because of those failures, we often run out of energy, and we don't know where to turn next. We feel like giving up. We begin to think things like, I've tried and I've tried, but nothing changes. It's hopeless. What's the use of trying? Maybe you have tried and tried to change your, your marriage, and still it is the same, and you feel like a failure. Or maybe you have tried to connect with one of your children. You have talked and talked, but nothing seems to be changing, and you feel that sense of failure. Or maybe you have prayed and, and prayed about a health problem, and you are still facing it one more year, and you feel that sense of failure and defeat in your life. Maybe you have worked and worked at a career, and it is still the same. You don't see the advances that ought to take place. You don't um, uh, feel that sense of optimism that you once had when you started out your career. And you know the sense of failure. Or maybe it is about yourself. You've tried to change some of the bad habits in your life, and you find yourself still doing them. You look at yourself and you think, it's the same old me in a new year. Here I go again. You wonder, how am I going to change? What do you do with this sense of failure that comes into all our lives? One of the occupations in which failure is the least acceptable is that of a trapeze artist. But even trapeze artists, when they miss the bar, what do they have at the bottom? A net. And uh, the minute they miss the bar, they start thinking, I'm guaranteed safety. They thank God for the net. Now, some of you feel that uh, in your life right now, you are working without a net. One more defeat, one more failure, one more fall, and it's all over. That's how you feel. But I'm here to tell you, you are not working without a net. The greatness of God is that his hands are great enough to catch you when you fall. No matter what's going on in your life, no matter what failure you're experiencing, no matter how many, how many people have let you down, no matter how disappointed and devastated you are with yourself, no matter how ashamed you are, God's hands uh, are there to catch you no matter what the failure uh, in life is. That's the greatness of God. Psalm 145 and verse 3 says, Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. His greatness is beyond discovery. 
So stop focusing on your problem and start focusing on God's power. Stop focusing on your situation and start focusing on your Savior. Stop focusing on what you can't do and start focusing on what God can do. Psalm 69 verses 13 through 15 says, In your unfailing love, O God, answer my prayer with your sure salvation. Pull me out of the mud. Don't let me sink any deeper. Don't let the floods overwhelm me or the deep waters swallow me. Sometimes you feel like that, don't we? That we are sinking, that we are in the mud. There are many situations in life where we feel that we are in quicksand and the failure just keeps repeating itself. Maybe, again, it's your marriage. Maybe it's with one of your children. You feel like the harder you work on the problem, the worse it gets. It's like quicksand. You see, when you are in quicksand, the harder you work to get out, the faster you sink. You need uh, help from the outside. And that help uh, can come from a friend, a counselor. But outside help has to include God, who has all power to do what you cannot do or what even your friends cannot do. Jeremiah chapter 32 and verse 27 says, I am the Lord, the God of all mankind. Is there anything too hard for me? You see, God specializes in the impossible. You may be facing an impossible situation in your life and you're wondering, how in the world am I going to live with this one more year? Trust God who can do the impossible. He can do what you can't do. Instead of focusing on the failures in your life, focus on the power of Almighty God. Instead of focusing on what hasn't gone right in your life, focus on the wonders that God has um, done in your life. So when your situation looks depressing, think about God's goodness. And when your situation looks defeating, think about God's greatness. And then thirdly, when you face dark days, think about the closeness of God. And you notice the words, think about. Because I started by saying we are what we think. So what are dark days? Dark days are days of worry, days of fear. They can be dark day, there can be dark days of financial difficulty, dark days of illness and physical pain. Some of you may be going through dark days right now. Uh, you may be facing uh, the dreaded uh, C word, cancer. Um, some of you may be facing a conflict in a relationship right now. You are separated emotionally from someone you care about, and it's tearing you to pieces. Some of you haven't the slightest idea what is your next step in your career or in your finances or other things that are happening in your life. So what do you do when you face dark days? Psalm one. 112 verses 4, 7, and 8 
says, When darkness overtakes the godly, light will come bursting in. They do not fear bad news. They confidently trust the Lord to care for them. They are confident and fearless and can face their foes triumphantly. You know what the antidote is to dark days? Settle in your mind that God is going to take care of you. You don't have to have all the answers when you know God does have the answers. You don't have to figure it all out when you know that God has it figured out already. When you are going through dark days, you need to remember that you're not going through them alone. Remember and focus on the closeness of God. Some of you are going through dark days right now. Here's what God wants to say to you. I am with you. Are you going through a tough time? God is with you. You are not facing this on your, on your own. God is with you. He understands. He cares. He is aware. He knows this struggle that you are having right now. He knows that your heart is breaking, but he is with you. In fact, the Bible says that in those moments when you feel most alone, when you feel the most isolated, when you feel the most misunderstood, when you feel the most abandoned, is at that very moment that God is closest to you. Psalm 34 and verses 18 and 19 says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. A righteous man may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. And then in Psalm 145 and verse 18, The Lord is close to all who call on him. Yes, to all who call on him sincerely. You see, God hasn't abandoned you because things are not not going the way you would like. He's still with you. He's aware and he cares. We We don't like dark days because in dark days you can't tell where you're going. You can't tell where it's going to end up. But, and that's kind of scary. It's scary to be in the dark. But you lose your fear when Jesus is near. And when you remember, it's not, it's, 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 I'm not going through this alone. That God is holding my hand in the dark. And he can figure out what I can figure out. One plus God equals a majority. I may be in the, in the dark, but God is with me so I don't have to worry because he can handle anything that I face. So what do you do when your heart is breaking? What do you do when there is nothing you can do? You just keep on trusting God. He is a good God. He is a great God. All power belongs to him. He speaks and it happens. He commands and it is done. He sees all. He hears all. He knows all. And he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Precious Lord, take my hand. Lead me on. Help me stand. I'm tired. I'm weak. I'm worn. 
through the storm, through the night. Lead me on to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord, and lead me home. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 8 a.m. and at 1045 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith.